What's up everybody and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee and the movie I want to take a look at right now is Scoob. Now this one comes from Warner Brothers. This one is directed by Tony Cervone. I hope I pronounced that correctly. And this one tells the story of Scooby and the gang as they face their most challenging mystery ever. A plot to unleash the ghost dog Cerberus upon the world as they race to stop the dog apocalypse. The gang discovers that Scooby has an epic destiny greater than anyone could ever imagine and that's the actual plot um yeah i made it through with definitely a straight face and uh i yeah i didn't break down once but so in the world that we're in right now movies are not being released in theaters so a lot of studios are trying to see like what's going to work for them until we can get back to the theater experience and so with trolls world tour you know universal decided to release it on vod it's caused a lot of friction between the theaters but they did it and it did I think pretty well uh, based on the numbers. So Warner Brothers decided to throw their hat in the ring and see how they would do on VOD. And that's where we got Scoob. So, you know, if this were, was going to be released in theaters, I would have, you know, have seen it or something. So um, I, I'm, I'm willing to review whatever for you guys. And since this is kind of like a new release of the week, I decided to drop the $20 to rent it and tell you how it is. Little backstory on me is that my household had Scooby Doo everywhere. My brother is a huge Scooby Doo fan, so you can imagine there was everything uh, plush dolls, pillows, blankets, uh, pajamas. He owned a bunch of the VHSs, some of the DVDs, like Scooby Doo fanatic. So I'm very well aware of the property, and I saw the first trailer uh, for this when it dropped, and I thought it looked, you know good enough to start a franchise because that's what this is ultimately about it's about starting a franchise for warner brothers and having scoob it in their back part pocket for their animation division so i saw the movie and it's fine um i think one of the biggest things about it is that it doesn't feel theatrical at all it actually fits the at-home experience it just feels like an extension of what they already do with the straight to you know, video uh, releases that they do with Scooby-Doo and some of the mashups they do with, like, WrestleMania and, like, Supernatural and stuff. Like, it just it just feels like an extension of that. It's different animation styles, for sure, but just definitely more of an extended straight-to-video release, which makes sense because this was, you know, straight-to-VOD. It just didn't feel like a theatrical thing to where, like, I had to go see this in the theater. It just was kind of there. And the mystery itself... Uh, I don't know. It just it seemed like they were swinging for the fences for their first movie out, and they should have probably done something more smaller, like you know, more local within the the area that they're in, so they can kind of solve the mystery. This is more of like the world-ending type of deal, and it's like where do you go from there? So swinging for the fences and kind of going for something big like that for your first movie, there's no room to grow, and so you're setting all this stuff up, but it feels kind of hollow. It feels empty. It doesn't feel like you know, it, it has the foundation or the building blocks to create a franchise. It just feels like they were going for their third or fourth uh, film in the franchise and it just didn't work because we're just now getting introduced to these characters through this animation and the voice cast. So as an overall movie that would like entertain kids and stuff, I think they would enjoy it on that front. But, you know, I want a little, uh, want a little uh, more, I guess, and it just felt kind of hollow in the end. So speaking of the voice cast, I know there's a lot of controversy around it because, um, you know, Warner Brothers decided to recast, you know, 
everyone, uh, you know, all the ones that have been doing the voices for years and doing some of the live action performances like Matthew Lillard with Shaggy, they decide to recast everybody. And I, I, to be honest with you, this is the worst part about the movie. I think the voice talents in this, it, they just didn't add any personality. They didn't add any type of flair to the characters. It was just more of like, hey, let's line read. These are famous celebrities. Hopefully, hopefully that can bring people in. I think the biggest uh, uh, one that was, you know, uh, uh, an improvement on the character maybe is like, Gina Rodriguez for Velma, like, that could have been something, and she was definitely the best one out of the bunch, but everyone else just felt kind of, um, they were just there reading lines and not really adding a, um, a personality to their characters, because these are beloved characters through decades of entertainment, like, people know who these people are, and so it just didn't feel like these, uh, voice performances brought anything new to what we've already seen, and they, honestly, they should have just hired the original people that have done these voices for years, and yes, I'm even talking, um, you should have had Matthew Lillard be uh, shaggy. I like Will Forte, but it just doesn't work for me on that front. So, and that's, uh, I mean, there's really nothing more to critique. I mean, like I said, if you want to uh, rent something for your family and uh, occupy your kids for an hour and a half, this is not a bad way to go. It's it's flashy, it's colorful, it can keep um, uh, kids' attention. It's got, you know, innuendo for adults in there, so you can kind of chuckle at some of the jokes. So, if you're forced to watch it with your kids, it's not a bad um, one to watch, but it's also not something great. You're going to have to just kind of sit there and enjoy it uh, with your kids, but you do it for them anyway, so that is um, that is okay. Um, speaking of the animation, I just want to kind of do that, uh, speak upon that real quick before I wrap up. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I've seen Warner animation stuff before in the... Uh, you know, with like um, the first Lego movies, I've seen Storks. Uh, I haven't seen Smallfoot yet, but they do have a unique style that does make them stand apart from something like Pixar or DreamWorks. But I felt like this animation was uh, half-assed. <laughs> I mean, is the best way to um, you know uh, describe it. Like the actual character models and the character animation are fine; they're passable, but they there's no texture to them there's nothing um 3d about them it just feels like this gummy representation of the characters and it just gets the job done but i want something more than that in animated films the backgrounds and the environments there are certain scenes where these characters are talking they're in the scene and then behind them i realize that you're going to have the 3d you're going to have the depth and you're going to you're going to kind of blur out a little bit and kind of have the uh, the focus pulled, that's totally fine, but it looked like cardboard. It looked like this rushed background they just had to like kind of put there to have something there to represent the scene rather than, I guess, take their time with. I don't know. It was just so weird. Like, there are some shots where it, you know, will showcase like a city or like uh, whatever setting that they're in, and it looks, it looks pretty good, but then there are some scenes where um, pulling the focus like that and making it um, the depth of field, you know, uh, out of whack like that. Like I get that for visual aesthetic and you want people to focus on the story and the characters at hand in that scene, but it just doesn't, it doesn't look right. It just looks really off, especially when the character models are already just kind of passable as is. It just kind of looks fake and it doesn't really, um, add anything to it. So I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of decent things in this. There's a lot of whatever things, a lot of bad things. I just, I'm kind of numb to this whole thing, so I'm going to give it a C, um, 
you know, if you need something to plop in front of your kids for an hour and a half, I guess I would choose this over Trolls World Tour. I don't know. I, they're both kind of in the same <laughs> grouping for me. So let me know down below what you thought of uh, Scoop here. I read all the comments uh Regardless if I uh, reply back to all of them or not, I still read them all. Please like this video and subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get up to date on when I review anything. If you're more of a podcast person, I do have these reviews in podcast form on the Real Me and Colin and Movie Podcast uh, po uh, podcast feed. Um, please subscribe to that so you, if you uh, prefer these in um, podcast form, they are there to do that. But that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later. I'm not going to